Yes, sir. What is going on, y'all? Happy Friday to you all, and welcome to the Coach Crew Podcast for another Friday discussion. And for that conversation today, we have joining us my friend, my former teammate, my former roommate, my brother, Mr. Tyler O'Connor. Now, Tyler is a native of Lima, Ohio, and he attended Michigan State University on a football scholarship where he played quarterback for the Spartans from 2012 to 2016. During his time in East Lansing, Tyler earned his undergraduate degree in supply chain management, as well as his master's degree in market research. He currently lives in Chicago, Illinois, and works as a manager of packaging procurement at Kraft Heinz. Now, when you want to talk about a leader, someone who knows what he stands on, what he stands for, then look no further than Tyler. This is going to be a great conversation. Let's go to work. What's up, Coach Coop listeners? I want to share with you about our awesome friends over at Nemus Rush Wealth Management of Raymond James & Associates. Their team takes a long-term approach to financial planning and investment management, carefully coordinating all the pieces, both professional and personal, that are central to your ultimate financial success. They handle the business of managing your wealth, leaving you free to enjoy the business of living it. Call the team, located in Novi, Michigan, to speak with a financial advisor at 248-449-5436. Raymond James & Associates is a member of the New York Stock Exchange and SIPC. Again, the number is 248-449-5436. Call today and tell them Coach Coop sent you. Make it a great one, y'all. All right, y'all, it is time to jump right into this conversation, and we have a very special guest with us today, a very dear friend of mine, someone who has had a lot of influence on my life, continues to have that same influence, um, even if we are geographically very far apart. Um, probably don't talk as much as we would like, um, but this conversation today is going to provide a phenomenal opportunity for that. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Mr. Tyler O'Connor to the Friday discussion today. Tyler, thanks for joining me, man. Um, and thank you for taking the time. Of course, brother. Always good talking to you. Uh, more than happy to do it um, on a little bit for you. So I'm excited to, to talk through some things. Absolutely. And we're going to jump right into it here. And to you, the first question I got for you, brother, is this. When you think of the term leadership, first of all, what are the kind of the first things that come to mind when you hear that term leadership? And also, what is your personal definition of that term as well? Sure. Um, you know, I, I think it's a really powerful word, uh, obviously. Uh, the first thing I think of is, is really being admired and being looked up to. Someone that's like desirable. And when I say desirable, meaning they're easy to be followed. You know, someone that everyone just kind of oozes to, whether they're trying to or not. You know, sometimes you might not like this leader or, or someone, but you can't help but admire how good they are at what they do or how yep. much they positively impact those around you. Um, I would think those are the first things when I think a little bit more, um, I think about someone that's kind of you know, willing to turn the Titanic. And that's some, that's a term that you've heard, I think actually from coach D probably, yeah. but someone like him who has, you know, the weight of the world on his shoulders and has a huge program. That's his responsibility. A lot of things that he has done, he's been with, with the, the program for, 
13 years or so and and he's really you know turned the titanic as, as he used to say and that's not something that's that's easy to do um another thing that i think of is, is someone that that really cares about what those um, below you and i say below you organizationally um yep. what they want what they need what they think what their opinions are and take takes those with value and and applies them to the organization that he or, or her leads up. Um, that's something that I think is is extremely important because if you don't do that, I think you'll lose um, you'll lose some of your followers. You'll lose some yeah. of those people that are looking up to you if you're not willing to kind of take that information and and do what you can to make their lives better. And I think that's the one of the biggest things is is taking that coaching them, improving the lives of others. And, and really, if you do those things, I think that's what the best leaders all have. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's, that's a pretty complex answer right there. And that sounds like uh, a definition of someone who has been in a leadership role a time or two in his life, which you most certainly have. And I know you currently are doing as well in your current capacity with your job. So if you can inform us a little bit on what you got going on um, in the workplace right now for you and what, and what you do um, on a day-to-day basis, I think that'd be awesome. Sure. Yeah, it's um, definitely something that maybe not too many take after uh, a football career. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm in the I'm in the corporate world. I work for a company, Kraft Heinz. Anyone that's ever had Kraft mac and cheese or, or Heinz ketchup or a plethora of different things that fall in their category. Yep. Um, I, uh, I I do procurement for them, so purchasing. So what that kind of entails is owning the relationships, the contracts. Um, with our packaging suppliers, believe it or not. So Michigan State is a huge packaging school. So I manage um, all of our flexible packaging material, which um, for me, it's it's an awesome opportunity for for a lot of reasons. Um, Being in procurement, that industry in itself, that it exposes you to a lot of information. Um, The category that I manage myself is is a half a billion dollar category, which to me was important to me was having, you know, a lot of responsibility. It's something that I've always kind of, I've loved. I don't have the challenges and I don't have the responsibility. It's something that um, things can get boring somewhat easily. So, so I do that. I manage a team of, gotcha. of a couple people. And between the three of us, we, we manage our suppliers. We make sure that the company has good packaging material. Um, and it comes with a lot of challenges. Believe it or not, it might seem simple. Um, but when you have some billion dollar brands that we're responsible for creating the packaging for, yeah. Um, it certainly, it, it, it gives me what I need when it comes to challenges, when it comes to responsibility, when it comes to visibility to a large organization, um, this company has provided that for me. Got it. Understood. That's awesome. Now in terms of that management role and your team of three people that you oversee, what, what, what are kind of the age ranges of those people? Um, if I may ask. Sure. Uh, yeah, we're all in the, the mid twenties, mid to upper twenties right now. Gotcha. Um, so I guess where I was going to go with that question is this in that management role, um, you know, three people isn't um, some crazy amount, but nonetheless, it is still managing um, and you still are in that leadership position. So with that in mind, um, are there some specific leadership qualities or standards or um, ways you try to go about that management system that you try to live out every single day? Um, some things that you really try to hammer home um, with that management um, on a day to day basis. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to um, ask me to describe, you know, what a leader is to me and then, and, and then ask what I try to carry out, I'm going to try to say the same thing because I'm definitely one that, you know, hates, hates the hypocrite that will talk the talk and not walk the walk. So first of all, that's the most important thing to me is, is if I'm going to tell you that I'm going to 
this is what an ideal leader should be and I'm in that position and I'm going to try to be that person. Uh, important thing to me is, is being looked up to and being followed and really creating an environment for those that I, that do work for me um, where they will be challenged, where they will grow. I mean, something that I work with them on a weekly or daily basis is let's expose you to as much as you would like to be exposed to so that you can grow as quickly and as, as strongly as you possibly can and to, to help that everyone meets their full potential. Gotcha. Um, that's something that, that's really important to me. And, and to be honest, if we might have a, a good you know year as far as an organization, but if, if those that are, are below me are not growing and are not meeting or exceeding their potential, then I, I still view that we have or that I have failed as a leader to them. So th th that's really important gotcha. to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, incredible, incredible. And I feel you on a lot of that stuff. Now, in terms of where that mindset comes from as a leader, those different tactics that you try to live out and that you try to employ every single day, where do you think that stuff came from? Was it from reading? Um, was it through playing sports growing up? Was it through your parents and your upbringing? Um, where, where do you kind of think that stuff formed um, as you kind of gone on through life and obviously you're now in this current role? Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's funny you ask that. One of the other points that I brought up in defining a leader is someone that's not easy to be forgotten and someone that wants to be, that is easily followed. And I would say that it definitely comes from those former leaders or, or idols to me um, and seeing how awesome they were to me and how, how, how much they helped me to grow. I would say that's what inspired me the most. I would say that it did start with my parents for sure. Um, I know you and I have talked about this before, John, but we, we were not necessarily, we weren't given anything. And, you know, coach D it was amazing when I got to Michigan state, how much he uh, mirrored my parents in right. a lot of ways where everything is earned and not given. Um, and when you're kind of given that um, idea and that mindset that, you know, you're going to work for what you're going to earn in this life, then it, it, it shows you that you need to take this and apply that to those that are working for you. And that's how they'll grow the most. And I think, when you really think about that, that's one of the most important philosophies that it's not just a, um, a work thing, it's a life thing. And, you know, yeah. when people really get that and say, look, I don't, nothing is, is, should be given to me. I have to earn every single thing. Then I think that's when, you know, organizations, that's when companies, that's when teams, that's when countries can move the best and in, in the, in the strongest ways. 100%. Yeah. It's a different mentality and it's a whole different perspective and it's just a whole different way of living life if you will in my opinion yeah and, for sure um if you can attack everything like that um it is quite literally a quality of life a way of life and uh, yeah a lot of good can come from that in my opinion and obviously again we've we've all kind of feel the same way about that and we've both experienced the same things and some benefits from that so um absolutely right absolutely right now yeah. kind of and i think if yeah. If, you know, if, if never has, has hard work been a bad thing and never has a challenge, you know, negatively impacted someone's life, it, you know, they may have failed, um, but it made them better or made them stronger. As long as as a leader, you can take that and, and walk them through, okay, we didn't pass this round or we didn't hit it, you know, hundred percent on the head, but this is what we could have done. And this is how we're going to do it better next time. You know, I think that right. anytime that you go through hard work or adversity, um, which everyone does at some point in their life, you know, there's always something to be learned and, and definitely there's, there's oftentimes a lot more to be earned or learned when you go through those things as opposed to when you succeed with flying colors, you know? No question. No question. Absolutely. 100%. And 
you know, I'm going to pivot a little bit here. This kind of just came to mind. Um, and one of the biggest things when I think about you through our own personal experience and getting a chance to play with you and be around you and live with you um, for a year, one of the things that I always think about is your foundation and how firm you are in who you are as a person, what you stand on, what you believe, how you go about your business. Um, you are always open to new ideas and new things, but at the same time, you're not easily influenced by peer pressure or, you know, when people are doing some of the things around you, if you don't believe in it, if you don't think it's going to better you, um, you know, almost every single time you're not going to do it and you stand so firm in that. And that's one big thing that I've always learned from you. Um, and it may be the same answer that you're about to provide here, but where do you think that came from? Where did that self-awareness, that self-confidence, um, to stand firm, to have that foundation, where did that come from and where did that form, um, for you along the way? Sure. No, that, that's uh, a, really, a really good point. I think that most definitely comes from my parents. I mean, that, that goes all the way back to when you're younger, you know, if your friends were going to jump off a bridge, would you do it type thing? And, and yeah. certainly there was, you know, negative peer pressure in everyone's life and everyone growing up. Um, and and that, was, that definitely comes from my parents. I, I think that um, when you can become self-aware and, and really understand all the different pillars that come with being self-aware, you will grow the most. And I think that's when you open up the most potential um, for your own life. And I, and I really do. I, I think if you're, if you can expose yourself and, and really take a step back almost out of your own um, mental capacity and say, okay, this is me. This is where I fit in this ecosystem that we live in today. And these are all the factors outside of it. Now, which ones of these are going to make me a better person? Which ones of these are going to make me uh, a lesser of a person? Um, and let's ooze towards the, parts of this ecosystem that are going to make me a better person. And let's do that in all different aspects, whether it's your faith, whether it's your, um, your, your closest friends, whether it's your companions that you do different things with, whether it's your coworkers, whoever it is, always ooze towards those um, scenarios that are going to make you better people. I think my parents definitely instilled that in me very early. Um, and I think also not to kind of pivot away, but it does, it, it starts with setting goals and realizing, okay, which part of this ecosystem in this life that I live is going to help me get to those goals. And I realized that maybe gotcha. those friends that wanted to go do those things that weren't good, um, weren't going to help me get to those. So goal setting and, and taking a step back and being self-aware were the two biggest things. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. And I kind of, kind of in accordance with that, would it be fair to say then, you know, let's say you seek a challenge or two, you find something, you persevere through it. Maybe you fall short of it, whatever the case may be what are kind of the driving factors that allow you to see things through regardless of the outcome, whether you do succeed, you do fall short, the highs and lows of life. Is it those goals that you set for yourself? Is it the foundation you fall back on? Is it different people in your life or experiences? Um, or, or is that kind of along the same line for you? Yeah, in, in a way it does. Um, it always, it does come back to a foundation. Um, I mean, you know, my, I mean, everyone, anyone that may or may not listen to this, you know, or my senior year of football was, not a successful year um, by any means in the eyes right. of any Michigan State Spartan. Yeah. Um, and those tough times, you know, which were some of the toughest times that, um, you know, I've ever had, it, it really, um, not to minimize, you know, football and how big of a deal it was, but it makes you realize how big of an impact you can still have on life, no matter when things do go bad. There was a way for me to um, still become a light to my teammates, you know, that may have been hurting worse or may have had a bad game or, uh, maybe going through these tough times outside of football when, when no one else realizes when someone might be bashing a teammate of mine on Twitter or something like that, 
And, you know, all they're concerned about is, oh, something is going on with my family or my brother back home. And you realize how big, um, you know, certain parts of life are outside of football. Uh, It's really staying grounded and really staying um, on focus on really what your goals in life are, you know? So to me, it was, um, I guess my biggest goal was, you know, and how I want to be remembered. It was, it was how I want to be a light. I want to be a light to my teammates, my family, my friends. Um, I want to be someone um, that made those around me better in all aspects. It wasn't just ever as simple as football. It was, okay, what kind of teammate can I be? Am I doing every single thing that I can on and off the field to make everyone around me better in all aspects? And that, that's something that's, if you were to ask me, how do I want to be remembered? It's successful. And, and successful is, is the, one of the most broad terms that I think that I can think of. Um, but to me, ultimately, successful means to be completely satisfied with, with how I've grown as an individual, with how I've impacted those around me and how I'll be remembered by those around me. And, and this is the biggest challenge that me as a person that I face when I look in the mirror every single day, is am I doing those things? And if I hold myself to that one ultimate goal in my life, then everything else will fall into place. Cause I think, you know, I can't get to those things without keeping my priorities on setting you yeah. know, goals that, that, that are that high, you know? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Damn right. Incredible. Now, in terms of some of those goals, um, I know some of them could be personal, but looking forward, obviously, you know, you're working for Kraft Heinz right now. You're managing, you're doing some fantastic stuff. Is that something you could see yourself doing long term? Um, do you see yourself, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the road doing something else? Um, you know, me personally, I'm not too big on five, 10 year plans because I look back five, five years ago and if I um, <laughs> would have thought I was doing what I'm doing today, I, you know, hell no. Not not a not a chance. Um, but at the same time, uh, I'm I'm a big believer in certain goals and certain capacities. So when you kind of look forward for yourself, what what do you kind of envision? What do you hope to be doing? Yeah, that's good. That's a really good question. Um, I kind of do the same thing. I think back five years, and and like like I said, it's not the the path that I thought I was going to be following <laughs> when uh when I was playing football at Michigan State that I thought I was going to be working for a company like Kraft Heinz. But um, no, I I think as the I, I kind of grow up in an entrepreneurial um, family and, and being um, as competitive as I am, I, I want to, and being as much of an individual as I am at times, I, I, I do want to own my own company here um, when the time is right. And yep. when I feel that I'm strong enough and have enough knowledge um, in order to do that. Um, so this position that I'm in now, I would say is definitely something where I feel like I'm growing quicker and I'm growing as much as possible. And I'm, and I'm reaching my potential when it comes to growth, which is, which is crucial to me. It's, it's, I'm a position where uh, I'm forced to grow quickly. I have a lot of responsibility, the pressure's high and things like that. So that's something that I asked for coming out of school in order to help prepare me for a career as an entrepreneur and running my own company. Got it. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. And um, yeah, yeah. You've always been that. And something that I aspire to be a little bit more and I need to kick in the butt. So, uh, yeah, I love that. I love that. Now, final question T I've been asking some people this, as we wrap up these discussions here, I'm going to ask you the same thing and put you on the spot, um, a little bit. And the question is this, when you're thinking about yourself, 50, 60, 70 years down the line, um, and people are talking about Tyler O'Connor and the things that he's accomplished, the things that he's done, the impact that he has had, on the people around him and the world, um, what would you hope that people have to say about you 
um, at that point in time when they're talking about you at that point in time? Good one. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's really funny when I was, when I was younger and I, I probably was maybe too mature for a fifth grade or something, but all I said <laughs> when I was asked this question, what do you want to be remembered as when you're older was, was being a good human was what was being someone that everyone knew was a really, really good person. And that's something that um, is not easy, especially in this day of age. I mean, there's, there's a lot of negative influences around us. Um, so it's definitely not easy. Um, the other thing is just being a light. Like I said, um, I want my teammates, I want my friends, I want my family to know that, you know, there's going to be a lot of bad times and there's going to be a lot of adversity in life, but I'm someone that they can come to because I'm going to help them find the good. I'm going to help them work their way out of this rut that they're in, you know, uh, also not easy to do, but you got to be an optimist, definitely not a pessimist. Um, and then in the end, when like I said, my definition of successful um, is not only making myself feel satisfied that I've grown as an individual impact to those around me and, and making sure that they remember me as a good person, but uh, making sure that other people can try to reach that full potential as well. And as a leader, you know, how our conversation started, that's ultimately, you know, our job. And I hope to gain more responsibility for that so that I can impact more people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that is an exclamation point right there, my brother. And uh, T, I appreciate your time. And that's all I got for you today. And I know a lot of people are going to gain some insight from that and some very um, practical ways that they can um, apply this knowledge that you gave them today and apply it to their own life. So um, that's why I do this thing. Um, I know that's why we're friends too. We have that same vision in mind, trying to help people out, lead in the best way that we can and uh, become the best version of ourselves along the way. So, um, you know, I love you, man. I appreciate you. Can't wait to see what's in store. And uh, again, thanks for coming on, brother. Love you too, brother. Thanks for having me. Um, certainly anytime. I'd love to talk more. No doubt. No doubt. And with that, everybody, that's going to wrap up another Friday discussion on the Coach Cool Podcast. I appreciate you all as well. Um, as we go into the weekend here, um, seek that challenge or two. Try to lead somebody else um, besides yourself. Put them in a good place. Uh, put yourself in a good place to succeed by seeking those challenges and trying to do the right things. Um, each and every day. Okay. Again, I appreciate you. I love you all. Have a blessed weekend and uh, God bless coach Coop.